Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CSGO Bulls Postgame. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I am Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Pound producer Joey Spathis on the controls and filling in for Big Dave tonight. He was here with us pregame. He is here with us for postgame. It's our guy, Stephen Gardner from CHGO Sky, contributor also to PHNX Sports. Follow him for his great ba- uh, basketball takes, video breakdowns, and more. Stay true as dot three is the Twitter handle. Bulls get the win, 118, 113. There's our guy, Big Dave, giving us the Bulls win. One more time, Joey. Uh, okay, Dave. Bulls win. One more time for Lisa and George. Bulls win. There you go. One more time for Steven. Bulls win. There it is. One more time for Matt. Hold on. Oh. Bulls win. You know Big Dave was just high-fiving all the strangers as he was making his way out of the United Center tonight. I hope Dave had a wonderful time. I mean, I'm sure he had a wonderful time. He was in the madhouse for a Bulls win. You know he had a good time. Yes, sir. Uh, that was, I mean, we were talking to pregame, Stephen, about how Bulls Hawks tend to play wild, crazy games that come down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, this one did. Uh, they, they get the benefit of some classic DeMar, King in the Fourth DeRozan mm-hmm. buckets, um, playing a little bit of hero ball down the stretch on a night when offensively things weren't going a lot uh, right for the Bulls. But I feel like, you know, we could talk about some of the late game possessions. We can't bury the lead. And the first time in his Bulls career, Andre Drummond gets the stab to start because Vooch is out with that uh, bothersome groin injury from the game against Cleveland. And the hashtag start Drummond Bulls fans are in full force <laughs> right now. His first 20 and 20 game since January of 21, he puts up 24 points on a fairly efficient 11 of 13. 25 rebounds, as you mentioned to me, 10 of those coming on the offensive glass. Oh, by the way, also three steals, two blocks, doing his thing on the defensive end. What, what did you make of that version of Drummond, who we really haven't seen in a long time? I mean, like you said, the the star drumming goons are eating well tonight, just like Andre was <laughs> on both sides of the floor. Uh, I mean, what more can you ask for from a role player to step up in the absence of a starter, one of the three best players on the team, and not just do his job, but dominate on both sides of the glass? Like, Dre just had a really great game, and it wasn't even just on the glass, like you mentioned, with the steals and the blocks. He's covering up for for teammates and help, giving rim protection, and even poking the ball away from Trey Young on the <laughs> on a switch when they got he's D and Trey up one on one on the perimeter, and then forced them into a forty five foot shot late in the shot clock, and this bull got a rebound off of that. Like, <laughs> what like what more can you ask for from him? He did everything, and like you said, he stayed out of foul trouble. Yeah, which which is uh, pretty impressive when you think about how much he was throwing his body around. Um, <laughs> Matt gets buckets in the comments saying, I'm sick of Vooch. <laughs> Start Drummond. Uh, you are not alone. I mean, I, I saw a lot on Bulls Twitter tonight as we were all watching this game together of people saying, this version of Drummond still exists. This version of Drummond, in y'all's opinion, some of you out there, better than what Vooch is giving us on a nightly basis. We've seen Vooch have kind of a tough start to this season. He's missing a lot of his looks inside. The three-point shot also hasn't been falling much for him. Um, He's had a couple of decent games recently, but when you're starting center, who is also an aging vet, who you just brought back on a new multi-year deal with guaranteed money that I think a lot of Bulls fans were skeptical about at best, to say it as kindly as possible, and then you see your backup center play like that, when Bulls fans are at the very least just asking for more minutes from Drummond. 
What I mean, does one game sway you enough if you're considering what does Vooch give you on a nightly basis as your starter and what Drummond does as as your bench center and what would happen if you switch those things? Well, I think the most direct thing you can think of is how the offense flowed tonight mm-hmm. against the Hawks team, like you said, in pregame, that's very much a middle and, like, bottom half of the middle third of the NBA in terms of defensive efficiency. Yeah, they're not a good defensive team. No. But we saw the Bulls struggle mightily in that first half. Uh, by my count, in the first half, they had an uh, offensive rating of 104.2, which is not good. Not good. And in the half court, it was at 73.3, which is also not good and below their standard, especially in the last month and a half of play. So looking at the offense – you take out Vooch, who's a, a hub and a connector, and has been he's evolved the way that they process on offense, playing through the um, blocks and playing through uh, the elbow off of his, uh, his touches from there. Mm-hmm. You don't have that when he's not in the lineup. Right Now there's a lot more pick and roll. There's a lot more stagnance within your offense. The movement that's made you a solid team is not there. You have to adjust. Yeah, I, I think that that's maybe a, a part of what we saw tonight that some Bulls fans would be quick to overlook because of, I mean, you can't deny it's exciting to watch Drummond put up a performance Absolutely. like the one we saw tonight. What what might get lost in that is what you just highlighted, and and I saw I saw it the same way, which is a lot of the like team offense ball movement, Vooch acting as a hub, and not necessarily a guy who wants more touches for his own sake. And a guy who maybe isn't necessarily racking up a whole bunch of assists, like as far as like a you know point center the way that Jokic does, yep. but the Bulls' offense was moving better when Zach left, and they said, "Okay, all hands on deck." This is about all of us now. Mm-hmm. The ball did not move the same with yep. Drummond in there, and yes, you have the added benefit of the way that Drummond crashes the offensive boards. Like I think he was four of four from the field in his first ten minutes starting. And it was all offensive rebounds and putbacks. <laughs> yep. so like that's one way to go about getting your offense, but it's not mm-hmm. ideal. Mm-hmm. It's not ideal, and it's not the most sustainable either. But you know, that's just kind of that's what makes those two as a front court pairing so so effective and borderline elite when they're both playing to their optimized levels of play. Yeah, you get the finesse with Vooch and everything that comes skill wise on him, and then you get the brute force and physicality that works marrying to one another that just makes the bull. It, it gives them a different outlook mm-hmm. um, to deploy against opponents over the course of 48 minutes. Yeah. So you can't just take one without the other. What makes the bulls good and what's made them good is the marrying of both of those two. Yeah. Uh, straight smoke in the comments saying, let Vooch chill and heal. Um, Henjo saying Drummond had Vooch on the sidelines sweating <laughs> bullets. I, I, I don't know if uh, Vooch is necessarily worried about his starting gig nah. because he missed one game and Drummond played one game well. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm not trying to rain on the parade of Drummond having an awesome game tonight because I was enjoying the hell out of it too. Same, same. I'm just trying to say let's keep things in perspective. It's one game. And Vooch sat tonight and hopefully we'll get a positive update about Vooch's status uh, and, and when he can come back to this team soon. Mm-hmm. But Voot, like the fact that this is the first time we've seen Drummond put in the starting lineup tells you about Vooch's reliability as an Ironman center who's always available. Bulls fans like to knock him for a lot of things. Um, availability can never be one of them. Mm-hmm. Vooch played all 82 games last year. Uh, played damn near close to it the year before that. And I mean... Drummond played 39 minutes tonight. 39 mm-hmm. for a guy who is third to last in Billy's rotation as far as minutes per game mm-hmm. thus far this season. I would be very curious to see what it looks like if Billy just in a hypothetical world says, wow, okay, switcheroo. <laughs> Drummond, you're our starter. Vooch, you're coming off the bench. And he's asking Drummond to play 35 minutes a night. And how long Drummond would last like that. Yep. I'm just saying I'm a little skeptical because mm-hmm. we also think of Drummond as a, a vet, mm-hmm. a not young vet. Mm-hmm. He's younger than Vooch, mm-hmm. but he's not used to playing that many minutes. Correct. And I think that putting Drummond in the role in terms of boxing his minute total is what allows for him to play with the level of exertion that he does mm-hmm. because he knows he's not going to be out there for eight-minute stretches, typically, if right. he's just not in foul trouble or if he's in the rotation. 
that allows for a drummer to just put forth as much as he can into those spurts and be able to be as effective as he is. And it's again, it's just a marrying of both of those two things. Andre is such a throwback big in terms of just how he goes about the game. He doesn't care about all that other stuff. He just wants to see ball, get ball. And he knows how to read the flight of the ball coming off the rim from right. shooters. Yeah. He has all of those little nuances that uh, Dennis Rodman so eloquently spoke about in the last dance. Mm-hmm. Drummond is a more evolved version of that in terms of the rebounding dynamic. And, you know, we see, we saw it play out a lot today. Yeah, he's, he's a rebound scientist. Yeah, he is. Uh, hey, Joey, Golden Force in the comments wants to hear Joey's take on this. What's your take on Drummond's game tonight? What's your take on Drummond versus Vooch? My take is that it was a fun game to watch, and it was fun to see Drummond kind of out there, uh, like they were talking about, not have to worry about getting the quick hook. Um, Some of the non-Drummond minutes were interesting, I think, for sure. Um, But it was it was fun to watch. I was I was some of the Vooch plays frustrate me that occasionally some of the way that he has settled into his game this season. I don't think that this is necessarily the long-term answer, but I had a lot of fun watching tonight, Golden Force. Fair enough. Well said. Jay's, uh, uh, Jay Skrill 74 in the comments said, I just don't like Vooch, so I'm very happy about what Drummond just did. I, you, you are not alone. Uh, I think a lot of Bulls fans are happy to see uh, what we all saw Drummond just do. Brian uh, Ram is in the comments adding Drummond was in his bag tonight. Uh, I, I've seen some Bulls fans in the comments. And by the way, thank you for joining us. If you are here hanging out in the live comments, hit the thumbs up button. You know what to do. Um, talking about who did not have a in their bag game tonight, and that was Kobe White. Brian also saying Kobe will play better. Um, some saying that they're a bit more worried about this recent mini lull from Kobe White. What, what do you make of that? Because we did end up kind of needing Hero DeMar in the fourth quarter, Stephen. We've seen Kobe White do some heroic things in fourth quarters of this Bulls recent stretch where they're winning more than they're losing. He was 0 of 7 from downtown tonight. That's on the heels of a, another bad, you know, uh, shooting effort against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Just 7 of 22 from the field. 19 points. He did still do his, uh, his distributing thing. It's nice to see him and DeMar both keeping those assist numbers up in this recent stretch when the ball's moving more. I mean, are you at all worried about this little mini slump that Kobe is in right now? Because even still, on a night when he wasn't shooting well, you and I both uh, observed that little hesitation, break down the defense, get to the baseline for that little you know 12-footer midi shot that was in a very crucial moment of that Mm -hmm. fourth quarter. He Mm -hmm. still helped the Bulls get this win despite not shooting well. Correct. And I'm not worried because – I'm looking at it in totality. Like, if you told me earlier this season that Kobe did not knock down seven of his three-point attempts, he didn't knock down one, I would have said he had, like, five or six points. Yeah. He finished with 19. So that means that process-wise, he wasn't settling. Right. He was still finding ways to wiggle with his drives, which are so important to this rendition of the Bulls, getting paint touches and getting himself to the free-throw line. Um, from the free throw line, he was five of eight. Now, you expect him to knock down closer to seven of those eight, if not all eight. Right. Nonetheless, I think that even on a bad shooting night from the field, him having the mindset to stay engaged and figure out other ways to be effective matters. And yeah. in addition to that, getting to the free throw line and his drives, he also only had one turnover tonight. Yeah. So he still did his job in terms of playmaking. And I think a lot of, a lot of the things, like we talked about at the top with Vooch not being in the lineup, I'm not saying Kobe is dependent upon Vooch, but playing off of Vooch's hub playmaking abilities from the elbow and from the block right. has been a steady diet of everything that, that uh, Kobe and DeMar have been doing in this stretch. Mm-hmm. And they just have to operate differently. Now, obviously, DeMar can toggle and switch to playing differently much more than Kobe can, but you see a little bit of the ramifications from that with Kobe's game. Yeah, you do. it's been nice to see like Kobe and DeMar have their two-man game yeah. uh, where, you know, DeMar's getting screens from Kobe and then Kobe flares out and Kobe and Vooch also simultaneously developing some of their two-man game chemistry. Uh, and, you know, spe- speaking of guards and bigs, wh- uh, what did you make of the Bulls defensively tonight and-, and doing their best to handle this Hawks pick and roll, which, I mean, we were talking about in pregame. There's a reason that while they have had their defensive struggles, they're the fifth best offense in the NBA yeah. because you've got Trey, and his passing ability and his ability to get to the rack, mm-hmm. and he's getting screens from all over the place, and he's got shooters to spray it out to. Bogdanovich, they just got Jalen Johnson back tonight. Mm-hmm. The Bulls were struggling. 
yeah. on defense. Yeah. It was – I feel like going against the Atlanta Hawks, I, I feel like a part of the game plan has to – that's being emphasized has to be rotations defensively mm-hmm. because they run such a steady diet of pick and rolls. And because of even past that, the personnel within their pick and roll, they have a vertical spacer that knows how to get downhill and Clint Capella – who's received alley passes from some of the best playmakers of all time over the course of his career, Chris Paul, James Harden, right. Trey Young. Now, you add Trey Young to that, who's a player that can shoot from anywhere at any given moment, so your big has to be closer to the level of the screen. That's naturally going to force your backline defense to have to rotate and rotate on time and in a sustainable manner because if you're a half second behind schedule, Trey's processing speed is so quick that he's able to make the read and react play to compromise your defense if you're not where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. And I feel like over the course of the first uh, three and a half or two and a half quarters of the game, the, the Bulls are really having a hard time nailing those rotations in a sustainable manner. The low man wasn't on schedule in terms of being peeled in to, to take over for Drummond. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they were, they were able to either get alley-oops or get that kick pass to the single side, to the opposite side where the, the low defender is coming in. And they were able to get three-pointers off of that, specifically Bogdanovich. So once they figured that part out and started going a little bit more switching in the second half, especially in um, Taylor's minutes, mm-hmm. that's when they started flattening them out and started getting a little bit more active with their hands defensively. Uh, Paul Williams in the comments saying, Bulls need to stop switching and man up. Uh, <laughs> what is your take on that? Look, I, I am all for switching when it makes sense. I, yeah. I think, you know, Stacy's talked about it at times this year. I think it's clear that, that he is not in favor of a lot of switching. He mm-hmm. would prefer things to be man to man a more, a lot more like what it was back in his playing day. Mm-hmm. If you have the personnel for switching as far as length, size, and their ability to always know what space or man they are responsible for when they're engaging in multiple switches for possession, mm-hmm. then I'm all for it. We've seen this Bulls core of players for the last couple of seasons sometimes execute with a lot of switching well, and we've also seen them have nights where their switching is just, you know, if their opponents make enough passes and enough cuts and enough ball movement, their switching falls apart. Where, where do you stand on that as far as what do you think the Bulls personnel is best suited towards? A lot of switching or minimizing switching? Well, I think because of the the context of the front court pieces they have between Vucevic and Drummond, mm-hmm. they're better not switching as much and keeping those two players as close to the basket basket as they possibly can. Now that's gonna that's gonna task those two with not necessarily just sitting at the basket and watching things develop around them. They have to be engaged like with Trey Young. They weren't necessarily switching all the time with Drummond. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of up there just to help for the guard that's rotating over the screen to navigate and then getting back as quick as he can, as quick as he can. Um, I think that's the best way that the Bulls can operate defensively with this personnel that they have at the moment. But I do think that having a healthy blend of mixing coverages at times, like they did tonight, which I think they did a good job in, and switching at times and little pockets finding ways to just make Trey Young guess what coverage you might be in, right. that's the win in it. It's yeah. not necessarily doing it just because that's what everybody else is doing or, you know, whatever the case may be. It's just trying to keep opposing guards honest as much as you possibly can. Yeah, that uh, I, I think that checks out. The, 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 the bonus the Bulls do have is that even when they're struggling with their rotations or their switches, when Caruso's on the floor, he can mask a lot of that. Yes, He can mask so many mistakes or slip-ups or guys who are slow to rotate with – his vocal leadership of calling out defensive assignments and calling out switches and calling out screens. And then oftentimes even just taking it upon himself to guard (laughs) two or three guys in the span of one (laughs) possession. And we also saw the, on top of the brilliant defensive mind that Caruso uses his willingness to sacrifice his body. He was taking a beating out there tonight, drawing charges that one Hustle play he had towards the end. I think it was the Bulls were up 113-110. And Kobe had just missed one of his many missed threes from the top of the key tonight. And the Hawks corralled the defensive board and then were heading down the other way. And then Caruso just stayed on the basket and read where the outlet pass was going. And then just jumped the route and tapped the ball back out. Bulls got an extra possession. They didn't score out of it, but just one of many examples of AC being that kind of difference maker, do you see him as, again this season, first-team all-defense caliber player? And I, I know the answer, but but tell the people out there in Bulls Nation because it's a lively debate. Where are you standing on the 
Bulls cash in value for Caruso before this de- trade deadline or keep him because he does so much for your team and you want him around for the sake of his teammates and for the sake of the, you know, identity of the team? No. I'll answer that in reverse. No, he does not need to stick around. They need to cash in on all the value they can get for him right now. Hopefully they're on the phones now after this game because, <laughs> you know, Caruso's a player that is, he has a reckless abandon, which makes him the type of player he is. So at any given moment, and I'm not, I'm right. not speaking yes. this, I'm not speaking this into existence, <laughs> but, you know, he can get hurt just because of the way he plays. Yeah. You want to cash in on a player like him when you can, and he has the most value in terms of a return that the Bulls can get for any player at the moment. Mm-hmm. So strike while the iron's hot. And I think he's a player that going into every season, if I do a, a first team and second team all defense, he's penciled in for one of those slots, for one of those four guard slots. And now because they're going uh, positionless, He's just penciled in outright because you can't name nine better defenders than Alex Caruso. Regardless of if he's at 75%, 85, 90, or 100, yeah. he's automatically on that team. So with it being positionless, he's there, and the Bulls need to cash in because of what his defense is bringing for a potential contending team, but also because he's scoring. He's shooting, having a career-best season. He's knocking down clutch shots. Like, Man. He knocked down one today. Like, Even on a night like tonight where he wasn't shooting well, yep. that's a huge three he made in the fourth. Yep. Huge. Yep, that's what that's just what he does. And then he knocks down that three, and then a couple possessions later, he's laying his body out on the floor for a loose ball and getting another uh, possession from the Bulls. Yeah. In a game that again is close with the with the Atlanta Hawks. So you have to cash in. I know it's hard to say, but to to progress, you have to detach from the emotional ties that you have to players. And to just to continue the process, you gotta, you know, you gotta make that transition. Yeah. Um, okay, we got to take our first break. Then we will come back on the other side, continue breaking down more thoughts on tonight's Bulls win. Uh, haven't even touched on Io yet, who had a game yeah, off the bench. Uh, we got to yes, talk Io. Uh, we'll get to more of y'all's thoughts in the comments as well. Keep them coming. Throw us some super chats if you feel so inclined. And if you didn't do it yet, be sure to hit that thumbs up button. We got 400 plus watching live, enjoying a Bulls win over the holidays. And uh, Joey wants your thumbs. Our guy Steven deserves your upwards <laughs> thumbs. Let's get them. Uh, make sure, of course, if you aren't already, also go ahead and subscribe to the CHO Sports YouTube channel. CHO Bulls post game tonight brought to you by Circus Sportsbook. Hope y'all out there got some cash betting. We had somebody in pregame saying, dude, Bulls plus two and a half tonight, free money. Bulls money line tonight. Yeah. Wise investment. I mean, I'm I'm always too afraid when it's Bulls Hawks. It's unpredictable. As you should be. And it's coming down to a couple possessions either way. Yep. But wherever you are in your confidence with Bulls betting or any other NBA betting, you should feel 100% confident that the place you should do it is at Circus Sportsbook, who always strive to have those minus 110 odds when it comes to NBA lines, over-unders on point totals. And that's across all the sports they offer on their betting platform. They also don't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit their more consistently winning players. They encourage bettors to not only download and try out their Circus Sports Illinois app, but try all of those sports betting apps available that you might be curious to try because they are confident they will find the best value, the best odds, the best customer service at Circa more than anywhere else. Speaking of that customer service at Circa, real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike those other sports books who use the dreaded chatbots. No one wants chatbots. Joey doesn't like chatbots. <laughs> Joey, did you have to deal with any chatbots in your various holiday shoppings and goings on? No. Thank goodness. No chatbots in a while. They're scared of me. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is what Circa knows, and that's why they don't make you do it. They let you talk to people. Human beings with beating hearts. Maybe some of them are even Bulls fans. Whatever they are, they're not robots, which is why you've got to use Circa. Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circusports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Be on the lookout for their events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know has a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Postgame also brought to you by Prize Picks. And don't worry, y'all. If you're thinking, hey, where are Steven's ads? Second ad break. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to hear, hear this man read some ads. We're going to get into it. We're going to give him the floor. 
Nah, I'm gonna be throwing it off the glass too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you have far too much confidence in my leaping and alley oop finishing abilities, Steven. <laughs> That's a young man's game. Just because I'm 6'4", doesn't mean I can finish alley-oops, okay? I'll love them to you. Oh Post-game brought to you guys by also, of course, our friends at Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy, another way to enjoy this beautiful time of the sports year. We got NFL playoffs around the corner. NBA getting hot and heavy into the middle of the season. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Nobody else, instead of betting thousands of other players, including professionals and those sharks that are lurking, you pick more than or less than on anywhere from two to six different player stat projections, and then just watch the winnings roll in. With the basketball season here, NFL season still going on, you can pick combo projections now across football and basketball from the Prize Picks Specials Leagues, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. So yesterday, Christmas Day, you got a slate of five NBA games. You also have the NFL being like, hey, NBA, you don't own Christmas. We got to have three NFL games. <laughs> Prize picks is where you should have been yesterday because you could have made combo DFS bets that involved, you know, how many assists Nicole Jokic was going to have alongside how many receiving yards AJ Brown was going to have. Put them together, boom, prize picks. They also offer a reboot policy so that your entire uh, so so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. We had a couple of football players leave their respective games with injuries uh, and, and not return in, in the Christmas slated uh, football games. For football and basketball, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second half, that player is rebooted on your Prize Picks bet. Prize Picks is the only DFS platform with an injury insurance policy so here's what you do go to pricepicks.com slash chgo and use that promo code chgo for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. that's pricepicks.com slash chgo there it is steven <laughs> there it is get your slash in there slash chgo and use code chgo daily fantasy sports made easy it's prize picks Oh, <laughs> pardon me. I'm parched. Need a sip of goose. Mm. It tastes better after a win. Oh, it always does. Mm-hmm. What uh, what's what's your celebratory beverage of choice? Uh, I'm a boring guy. I like to drink water. <laughs> Dude, you <laughs> and Dave both. Essential. Big Dave is obsessed with water. Yeah. I mean, he enjoys himself some Goose Island, of course. Of course. But if you told him by... Other than the fact that our bodies are 90% water and need a lot of water to survive, (laughs) pick one beverage for the rest of your life. He would, I Mm -hmm. guarantee you, he would pick water. Most definitely. Same with me. I would not. (laughs) (laughs) Water's fine, but. For sure. (laughs) It it would boil down to beer or coffee. I hear you. But I would pick either of them ahead of water. (laughs) That's why why I'm not finishing (laughs) alley-oops. That's that's why that is. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> we can't all be pictures of health. <laughs> this is true. You got to add a little variety. Some to of it. us have to be the out of shape people <laughs> that make the healthy in shape people look better and feel better about themselves. Because I, I don't mind. <laughs> what about you, Joe? One beverage for the rest of your life. You know, parentheses, we all know everyone needs water the most. But like if that if that weren't a thing. Mm. Deep thought. I don't know. <laughs> not beer. Not beer. Not coffee either. Not coffee. Would it be like a soda or a juice? Or? No, like so. I like Gatorade a lot. Oh, so Gatorade Gatorades is are good. But you know, I you ever see me drink that like tea out of the orange can in the morning? Like that a lot. No, I like that a whole bunch. Yerba mate. Like, like, a, like a, oh, yerba mate. Yeah, like that a whole lot. Sparkling peach yerba. Okay. Chef's kiss. That's okay. My drink. What flavor? That's Gatorade, my drink. What flavor Gatorade though? Which color? Uh so there's a couple answers there. Uh, you only get one though. Uh, 
Glacier Freeze. Mm. Glacier Freeze is good. Or I Riptide Rush. I Riptide mean, Rush is good too. Here's here's, here's my sneaky Gatorade Frost opinion. Riptide Rush mm. better than Glacier Freeze. I just mm. said Riptide Rush too. That was my second it choice. Is. Oh, I'm sorry. It it's okay. Did not hear you. But I also would like to give a shout out. I got this one pack one time that was Gatorade Fierce yeah. and all these like weird flavors. Lemon, lime, strawberry. I've never come across it again, but yeah. I'm searching to this day. So if anybody sees that, let me know, because that was a great flavor. It's like green. It's like a little greenish hue to it. Okay. Very, very good. Okay. That, I, I think I know what flavor you're talking about. Lemon, and, lime, and it is way less distributed than the rest of them. It's beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Cameron in the comments chiming in saying, cool blue is goaded. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to go wrong with cool blue Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Uh, D Lasso twenty three saying blueberry or strawberry iced tea or is that a blueberry slash that there is a slash there blueberry slash slash strawberry <laughs> iced tea is that a combo flavor? Uh, Matt gets buckets love lemon lime strawberry. I got a website. Wait, like you you sell? I think he's saying he's got like a hookup. Like oh, you got a guy. I can get some. Okay, well it, share with the class by all means. I'm always trying to find <laughs> delicious beverages. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's keep talking about this Bulls win over the Hawks. Uh, Steven, we have seen a mixed bag from Io Desumu this season, but when he is coming off the bench, when Caruso's available at least, even without Zach, and you got uh, you know Kobe and Caruso as your starting backcourt, Io seems to have found a really comfortable level of production coming off the bench. Uh, I mean, yes, he came off the bench tonight. But he played 35 minutes. Billy Donovan leaned on Io heavily tonight, and it seemed every minute he was out there, it was for good reason because he kept making heady plays on both ends of the floor. Yeah, and to your point, in terms of the Bulls and their operating today, they were at their best when Io was on the floor tonight. He was plus 11. Boom! And like you said, that came with playing starter minutes even in a reserve role. Mm -hmm. That's why it's not good to sulk about your role. It's about... How impactful are you? Because you can ultimately close, which was what's really mat- what rather what matters most. Right. Having your name announced in the starting lineup or being out there in the meaningful moments in the game. Right. And making an impact. So big hat tip to to Io because he's been he's been steadfast with his mental approach, sometimes starting, sometimes not, mm-hmm. and just consistently building up confidence. He's knocking down threes. He's shooting them with confidence. He's not hesitating much, if at all, on them. Mm-hmm. And in, in addition to that, he's not just settling for those. He's also playing off of the closeouts, putting the ball in the deck. He is. Into the cup. We saw him do that multiple times today. Yes, yes. And we saw him display some uh, flashes of athleticism around the basket, too. And that's all coming in addition to everything else that he brings on the offensive side, or the defensive side of the floor, rather. Right, yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, the the – Bulls fans, I feel like, have these grandiose plans for Io. Everybody knows he was kind of coming off of a rough sophomore year after, you know, surprising and impressing everybody his rookie year when he's thrust into this larger role when Lonzo goes down. Uh, Colin in the comments saying, Io's a big part of this team's future. What did you make of the Bulls keeping Io DeSumo around on that a multi-year contract after his, you know, two-year rookie deal uh, came to an end? And do you agree that... May, you know, maybe now it's a supporting role off the bench. Do you see Io DeSumo as someone whose ceiling can grow beyond that? Yes, I do. And for everybody that loves everything that Alice Caruso is, I'm not going to say that Io can transcend into that role because that is a one-of-one type of elite defensive yeah. chess piece to move around the board. But Io is the type of defender where he can give you versatility. A lot of times he's not just guarding guards like a Trey Young. He might be guarding a wing like Johnson tonight. Right. Or against the Boston Celtics, he's going to be the person that's guarding one of the Jays, either right. Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. And he's shown that he can do so effectively across multiple stretches over his career. And I think you hinted at something that was important. He came into the Bulls franchise thinking that he was going to probably be in the G League to start. Mm-hmm. Then Lonzo goes down. So now opening night against Detroit, his first game, he's thrusted into the mix. Mm-hmm. You can see that things are still slowly spinning for him, but he comes out there and he has a defensive impact in his first game. Yeah, That's a tone being set for where his career is ultimately gone. Yeah, Obviously, there's been highs and lows within that, but he's clearly a key cog to everything they're going to be doing once they do – hopefully make these trades that they need to do to put this team in a position where they can make their steps in the future. 
But but why would you make these trades, Stephen, if you got a win over the Hawks tonight who were in 11th and you protect your spot in 10th? Play in or bust. This is what we do, right? This is why we're here. That is why we're Hashtag here. continuity. <laughs> that is why we're here, but that is not the reason to continue to beat your head against the wall. You well, got to <laughs> I'm listening. But I'm also not <laughs> at the same time. Oh, no, I see it all too. Oh, no, I'm with you. <laughs> I see it all too. Trust me. <laughs> and I'm right there with you. <laughs> you know what I want to do now is get our guy Will to go Gottlieb's thoughts on tonight's game. Uh, do we have Mr. Goat Joe? Is it Goat Talk time? It is in just about a second or so. It will be the Goat Talk time. Here we go. I dig it. On the Go Talk Hotline, it's our guy, Will the Go Gottlieb. Follow him for all of his Bulls reporting, updates, breakdowns, and more. Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, Bulls win. Holding firm to that 10th seed, baby. Uh, let's, let's, let's start here. As, as someone who noted in the first half when the Bulls offense was not exactly humming, I saw a tweet of yours that was like, well, this is what the Bulls without Vooch looks like. And most, the rest of Bulls Twitter was doing cartwheels because Andre Drummond is fun. Uh, what did you make of Drummond's uh, very impactful start in Vooch's absence tonight? I mean, he was outstanding. That's like the best possible outcome that they, they could have gotten. Um, he, he was just an absolute menace. He was cleaning up everything. I think he was 7 for 7 in the first half, 11 of 13 on the night. And it was like majority offensive rebound second chance points and on a night where you don't have a ton of shot creation because Damar and Vooch or I'm sorry uh, Zach and Vooch aren't there you kind of needed that extra way to find some offensive firepower and that's how they did it so um, yeah drum easily star of the game goon of the night whatever you want to put it I mean he is he was just awesome um, and we talked to him after the game and, and he was a little bit emotional he like went into the stands after to give his mom a hug he was like just very um you know, just thankful for the opportunity. Like, obviously it came as a result of Vooch getting injured, which you don't want to see, but like, this is a guy that thinks he's still, you know, a high level starting caliber center in this league. And, you know, he kind of said, you, know, you never know when it's gonna be your last time on the court. And I think his like heavy minute, you know, starting franchise player kind of role that he had in Detroit kind of slipped away really quickly. And he hasn't really been able to, you know, find that new home so to speak uh, he's bounced around the league a bunch um, and obviously this is his second year with the bulls but just for that kind of opportunity for a guy who obviously can put up big numbers um to see him actually do it i think just everybody felt really good and and he was definitely like soaking it in and, and trying to um yeah just like appreciate the moment because of what just everything that he's been through over the course of the last few years do you think uh <laughs> Do you think that Billy is going to at least read into tonight's performance as not, as some Bulls fans might be hoping, swapping his centers as far as who starts and who comes off the bench, but even when Vooch comes back and is healthy again, increasing Drummond's minutes? Because we haven't seen a lot of Drummond minutes. I think he's averaging around 13 a game. Uh, you know, if you're Billy Donovan, do you see a performance like this and, and use it to maybe hypothesize that it could be in this team's best interest to play Drummond a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a possibility. He kind of, um, he said after the game, you know, he, he's, he's a guy who could probably have been getting more minutes, um, to paraphrase. And so I think, yeah, that's certainly an opportunity. I know Drum feels like he can play alongside Vooch uh, with those two at the 4-5 together. Um, and certainly like their skill sets are not very overlapping, right? Like Drummond is a switchable uh, defensive player. He's not really a rim protector, neither is Vooch, but like just the, the ability to rebound to rim roll is stuff that Vooch doesn't really do at a super high level. And so you get them out there and I think the offense would suffer for it. I, I don't love the idea in general, but like if you're going to try to find more minutes for him and you don't want to sacrifice any of Vooch's minutes, that's kind of how you have to carve them out. So um, I don't think that will be, like a huge, you know, lineup that the Bulls are going to all of a sudden. Um, maybe you start to see more Drummond minutes kind of creep into Vooch's minutes. I think they need to be careful with Vooch and Damar and Kobe, frankly, 
just the amount of minutes they're accumulating over these last few games with so many injuries, like they're really racking up the minutes and the Bulls have already played some of the most games in the entire league. So I think it's definitely a possibility, but for me, it's just like a great reminder that you have such a productive backup. And, you know, if Vooch does end up missing um, an extended period of time, whether it's like a week or whatever, uh, that you've got a guy that can really fill in. So I wouldn't take too much away from any single one game just because like, you know, he could come out next game and be horrible. Not saying I expect that or think that's going to happen, but like, it's just hard to take too much away from a one game sample other than, you know, you've got this guy who can be really productive rebounding. And like I said, I mean, that was a way they were generating offense tonight. And I think it's a a message that they've really taken away from last year, which is that like offensive rebounding needs to be a big piece of what they do. And there probably isn't anyone better in the entire NBA than Andre Drummond when it comes to offensive rebounding. Double digit offensive rebounds. Yeah, exactly. Almost out rebounding the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> on the offensive glass tonight. It's true. Uh, we also were talking about how Kobe had a bit of a rough night uh, tonight, Will. Uh, o of 7 from downtown, but that he still found his spots and his pockets on the floor to still score when it was needed uh, and also facilitate, minimize turnovers, some of the other good things we've seen him do recently in this like new star level of Kobe that we've seen recently even when the shot's not falling. What, what did you make of his game tonight? And, and are you putting anything into this recent little mini stretch where he sort of come back down to earth? Or were you kind of expecting this regression? Yeah, I, I definitely was. I mean, not to say that he was going to go over 15 in his last two games, but, I mean, he was shooting like 50% on threes for like 11 straight games. That's just not sustainable. Um, and so, yes, obviously those numbers are going to come down. Um, I don't think that anything he's doing is that much different in terms of the way that he's getting his shots. Billy, after the game, said the same thing. You know, he still likes the looks that Kobe is getting. He's still playing off of DeMar in a way that I think is really productive. But to me, like, make or miss, you know, that's that's going to happen with threes. But for Kobe to still go 7 of 15 from two-point land, I think was uh, a testament to his growth as somebody who can get downhill as a playmaker uh, to be able to finish on the rim and get those eight free throw attempts. Obviously you want to see him shoot better than five of eight from the line. But to me, like the bigger takeaway outside of his poor shooting from three is the fact that he is consistently getting downhill, consistently putting pressure on the rim and getting those paint touches. That's like everything the bulls want in their offense. So um, yeah, obviously you want to see Kobe shoot the ball better. And I think that will, that will come. It will balance out. This is the same kind of thing we've been talking about forever with Kobe, which is that he gets super hot and then he gets super cold. And if there's a way that he can just be a little bit more consistent, that's obviously ideal. But the fact that he's still giving you really good offensive production, even when he's not shooting the ball well, I think speaks to exactly what we've been talking about all year, which is that his growth goes beyond, you know, just being a shooter or just being uh, a scorer. I think he's just like really developing as an all-around player. And that's how you can still, you know, score, not super efficiently, but 19 points on 22 shots. Like they needed guys to get shots up tonight with no Vooch, uh, no Zach. So he, he had to do it. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was like a great game for him, but he still showed a lot of signs for me that that point to his growth. And, and on a night when Kobe's struggling with his shot, it, it was nice to have good old reliable King in the fourth DeMar, the, you know, the vet who has been putting more of an emphasis on playing team ball this season, especially once Zach Levine left and, and he seemed to really buy into, okay, if this team needs me to take open threes when I have open threes for the sake of our offense, I'll do it. We saw him do that tonight. If this team needs me to distribute a little bit more, you know, hearkening back to my Greg Popovich Spurs point forward days, I'll do that. We saw that some more tonight. And then fourth quarter comes around when he has had a slow start to his scoring night. We saw the give me the rock, ISO DeMar, some Bulls fans might not like it and call it bad offense or bad basketball. I, especially on a night when Kobe is shooting like that, giving a rock to DeMar was the best option. And then we saw on consecutive possessions down the stretch of a very close game, mid-range DeMar, cash. Pump fake, pump fake, up and under DeMar, cash. Free throws DeMar, cash. What do you make of that kind of performance for DeMar DeRozan when the larger context around this team is, hey, DeMar might be one of the people looking for a change of scenery before that February 8th trade deadline. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's always going to be a possibility just with the way the season is going. But, you know, you see the way that he is out there making everybody better around him and then still having the opportunity to close out games. Like, he is enjoying himself. And you could see it in that clip that Stefano posted after the game of him just, like, hugging Billy. Um, and Billy was asked about that post game too. He just said how much he appreciates Tamar and the way that he's adjusted his game to make everybody better around him, but still is able to close games out like that. Um, I mean, he is just like the steadiest scorer that you could, that this team could possibly have. And I think that's why the front office and the coaching staff loves him as much as they do. And, and frankly, the players too. I mean, they just respect him so much because he can calm everybody down and he can get you a good shot. So for all of the like, you know, give the ball to Kobe and Patrick and like see what they can do. I think that's true. But the reason that they're playing well right now is because of how DeMar is playing and helping them get better. And yeah, I mean, I just thought, even though the, the shot wasn't really falling for him early, I think he had his first bucket like with a minute to go in the half, in the first half, um, for him to get hot at the right time and take him home. I kind of asked him about, you know, why are they so dominant in the clutch this year? They have like a plus 20 net rating. And he was just like, you know, we lost some games we should have. And early on in the season, it was like not pretty, but we just, we learned from it. We have this sense of calm in those moments now, having been in those moments so many times. And yeah, I mean, DeMar is just like as steady as they come in that situation. So uh, yeah, the bigger picture stuff about like, should the Bulls change directions or, you know, capitalize on their assets and all that. I think that's a separate topic, but just for the way that he played tonight and the way that he's making guys like Kobe and Patrick and Io better, um, just a, a perfect example of what he does for that that young group. Uh, Will, we've got to get to our second ad break, and I know you've got writing to do, so let us just get your goon of the night uh, choice before we let you go, and then we'll let you go. Andre Drummond, 100%. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Uh, <laughs> Bulls Nation, make sure you're reading everything our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, writes. Allchgo.com is where you can find that work. Follow him on Twitter for all of his Bulls reporting, updates, video breakdowns, jokes, tweets. Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, hope you had a wonderful weekend and an enjoyable time at the Madhouse tonight. We will see you again on Thursday for more Bulls action. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Hi, man. The GOAT. All right, let's knock out a couple ads. We'll come back, and we will learn who Big Dave awarded the goon of the night. <laughs> Joey, do we have Big Dave's official award safely secured? Did it make its way here from the United Center? The Academy has delivered the official results. We Good have them hear. on in person here. We have, we have them, them here. They are ready to be revealed. <laughs> uh, before that, though, Stephen, are you ready? to do some ad reading. <coughs> Give this man the floor and your undivided attention, Bulls Nation. This is important. Game time, who? Oops, sorry. <laughs> we already did that one, Joe. But you're right. In a way, it is very game time. Let's pay the bills. Let's do it. It's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind. For the health of the planet, and for the well-being of all of us who share it. You know what, Stephen? That is so right, and I'm so glad you brought it up, and that's why we're telling you all out there in Pulse Nation about ComEd. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks like George Sr., ComEd can help, build, uh, can help, you, uh, can help guide you to make the changes you need to make sense. So what in the world should business owners do? It's a great question, Stephen. Let me tell you. All you got to do is go to comed.com slash slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, one, good for you. That's awesome. Not easy to do. Congratulations. Two, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Say that one more time. Oh, did you catch that? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I tuned up. I got you. One more time. That's right. Comed.com slash clean. Go now and see how electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Comed. 
Don't Simple as that. Me, don't tell me I can't lob it off the backboard. Oh, hey. I mean, that, was a, that was a windmill 360 <laughs> NBA <laughs> Oh, it was never whether or not you could lob beautifully. <laughs> That's not what was in question, Stephen. The question is whether or not I can finish a lob. <laughs> if it's a metaphorical lob <laughs> in ad copy... <laughs> We're in business. That's what I was getting at, man. Clean business. <laughs> <laughs> if we if we find our way onto a basketball court, Stephen, you're going to be sorely disappointed. I'll keep that in mind. Hey, get, give me an open shot and I can knock it down. Got you. So just, you're the pop just, guy. You're not going to be rolling. Hey, exactly. Okay, I got you. I am not a young man anymore. You work with When that. I was a young man with my height, mm-hmm. I could get some rim. Okay. Confidently get some rim, maybe even finish a dunk if the okay. timing was perfect and we're, you know, we're not asking me to palm a ball. <laughs> I got you. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, I am no Julian Phillips. Not 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 uh, registering the best vertical in the NBA draft combine. KYP sadly. is important. Which is why I'm not screaming <laughs> for the Bulls to play me more minutes. Uh, all right. It's that time of the night. Joey has assured us. That the ballot has been safely transferred from the United Center from Big Dave's possession to ours. It's time for Goon of the Night, folks. It's time. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! I'm the man. Woo! Goon of the Night brought to you by our friends at uh, Empire Today where you can get some of the best flooring options at wonderfully affordable prices. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. All they do is floors, 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 no matter what. No matter what, Joe. No matter <laughs> what. Got to get that big Dave tagline in there. So how are we doing this, Matt? So, uh, all right, we got, we got Will's love. He officially gave it to Andre Drummond. I will be the proxy for Big Dave tonight, holding the belt. It's still Big Dave's choice, but what we like to do, Stephen, is before Big Dave reveals who the official Goon of the Night winner is, we all give our two cents as to who we would award Goon of the Night to. So we heard from Will. Joseph, who gets your Goon of the Night love? My Goon of the Night goes to Stephen for filling in credibly, admirably, insight off the charts. And, 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 and somebody wrote in the comments, Stephen was stepping in like he was drumming today. Woo! Put up the 25 and 25. <laughs> Those big boot shoes to fill, man. <laughs> Putting up a 20 and 20 night. Hey, so I, my I, goon of the so night. I got to raise the roof like Jerry Little too, man. There you go. My goon of the night goes to Stephen. And Andre Drummond would also be a good choice. But Steve, I love it. My goon. I appreciate you, Joey. Thank uh, you. Man. I mean, can't go wrong with that choice. Absolutely deserving of some goon love. This man right here. Attitude. Steven, who gets your goon of the night? Uh, this was easy. It's going to be Andre. Mm-hmm. For everything that's been said about him stepping in. Mm-hmm. But I like the nugget that the broadcast team found when they mentioned he had the most rebounds since any bull from... 2006, 2006 with Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. And I mean, we talked about the um the the um Dennis Rodman right. comparison. Yeah. Right in alignment with that and right in the middle of that in terms of timelines across the NBA. Mm-hmm. No other than Ben Wallace. Man. Another player that played with the Pistons. <laughs> All three played with the Bulls and the Pistons. Yeah. It's crazy to kind of think about that. Oh my god, that. you're right. That's it's, wild. It's crazy to think about that. Yeah. Dude, that is more than a coincidence. Yeah, for sure. Some of the greatest rebounders ever. Yep. Piston, then Bull. In that order. What's though. up with that? Yeah, in that, in, order. In that order, too. Mm-hmm. Robin was a Piston before a Bull. Yep. Wallace was a Piston before a Bull. Yep. Drummond, Piston before a Bull. Okay, who's the next great Pistons rebounder? And can we get them changed into a Bull sooner? Well, I don't think we want anybody that's associated with the Detroit Pistons at the moment. They've lost twenty seven straight. Need to bring that stink to every yeah, everything that they've been working out of. It's not yeah, our stink. It's very. <laughs> we're in the tenth seed, damn it! <laughs> but also, we talked about Zach Levine getting traded. Who knows? We might find that next Infinity Stone to make that. Transition. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> the stars are aligning if we decide to look at them that way. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. Infinity Stones, Aligned Stars, whatever it takes. Find the next Dennis Rodman slash Ben Wallace slash Andre Drummond. Um, all right. So we've got a vote for Drummond. We've got a vote for Steven. We've got another vote for Drummond. Uh, I, I, I feel like Drummond is going to get his praise tonight, and he's already gotten his praise tonight. I do want to give a bit more extra goon love to Caruso. We touched yes. on him earlier. That man, I mean, he is 100% goon all the time. Yes. Uh, d- the defense that man plays, even when he's not converting in transition, mm-hmm. when he sees transition opportunities to mm-hmm. score, mm-hmm. and he just puts his head down. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm either going to make this layup or miss it, yep. and maybe I'll get fouled, yep. but I'm driving to the hoop, damn it, yep. and it's fun. Um, Okay, Joseph, all that's left is to reveal the true Goon of the Night winner. Do we have the ballot? Oh, my goodness. Look at this. This is official. This is is one of our CHO diehard boxes that you get when you become a member, which, by the way, sign up if you haven't already. Do it. Um, The ballot is in here. Here we go. I I believe we need a drum roll, Joseph. Tonight's. CHGO Bulls, Empire Today, Goon of the Night, goes to Andre Drummond. Big Dave giving Drummond the award. Um, Wait, hold on. I'm actually, I'm receiving a text from Big Dave as we speak. (laughs) Big Dave says, Drummond for Goon of the Night. There were many deserving, and I didn't even notice this. He said, but Drummond was getting MVP chance oh, wow. in the United Center tonight. I didn't notice that. I either. did not catch that on the broadcast, but Big Dave Jeez. was right down close to the court. Big Dave so started he was, it. That's why maybe he Big Dave started it. <laughs> Shout out Big Dave. Man, if Big Dave started MVP chance for Andre Drummond, then we also probably need to give Big Dave some Goon of the Night oh, love, yeah, too, if sure. we're being honest. 100%. <laughs> This is a man who's no stranger to winning the Goon of the Night Award himself. Facts. Is young news David also, P. Watson. As Andre Drummond with this win extends his lead with three outright Goon of the Night wins. So no wow. other player even has two on their on their own. No one He's else has got, two. Tory Craig has one and a half. Okay. Drummond has three. Wow. Okay. Uh, Rob in the comments saying, Dre, the outright Goon of the Night early season leader. I like how other people are keeping score. This is very important. This is more important than all NBA. <laughs> MVP, whatever. Unless it's Goon MVP. And then it's absolutely. Yeah, did know. the NBA give out one of those trophies last year for the, did they make the Goon of the Night thing? Like, is uh, it the big, I don't believe so. It's not the. I, I, they don't have one that looks as awesome as our no. WWE style championship. That belt. would be a good question for Big Dave. Like yeah. who would, like the Joakim Noah Goon of the Night award. You like mm. that, Matt? Mm. No? Mm. Almost made it all all night without just making me feel all wispy about Joakim. Why you got Why you got to do that to me at the very end of post game, Joe? I thought you would like that. I mean, was, yes, but was, now I'm all emotional. It was an homage. It was a nice, lighthearted evening. We watched Andre Drummond do goonish twenty teens Andre Drummond shit. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> the holidays are an emotional time. I don't need more, ta- you know, gas in my tank. To feel emotions as a Bulls fan, you throwing Joe Keem's name at me in the last five minutes of post game. Um, Colin saying, "Big Dave, the MVP chance were for you." Yes, yes, Colin. I mean, let's be honest. Big Dave, when he walks through the madhouse, he is one of the MVPs, if not the MVP. Yeah, when you said the people, was, when you said he was speaking to um, strangers. He wasn't a stranger to those people he was speaking to, though. <laughs> no, they're Everybody just Big Dave's Big best Dave friends that Correct. don't know him yet, he and he doesn't met. know them That's yet. That's it. That's it. I best friends I haven't met yet. That's it. That is every human that ever comes across Big Dave, <laughs> which is why big shoes to fill. Yeah. But thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. I appreciate it. I feel you like I learned something about basketball every time I hang out and talk hoops with you. Thank you. Um, everybody, if you aren't, make sure you are check, checking out Steven's stuff. Um, at CHGO Sky with our guy, Chris Pennant. Yes, sir. Uh, who, the Jeopardy. Shout man. out, Jeopardy. Heading to the finals. To the finals. My goodness. That's another goon of the night right there. It is. That's You know what, Joey? Scratch that. Ooh. I love Andre, and I talked about the record that he just matched and everything. Mm-hmm. But shout out, Chris, because that is, that is like a 5% human being thing that he's doing right now. I We were talking about it earlier. Like, I don't know how people study to, to be on Jeopardy. 
and how they pack that much information into their brains. And that they can relay that information with a camera in their face. Right. And money on the line. Yeah. I get, <laughs> it's, you an know, ultimate, we, it's an ultimate flex. It, it for sure. is. It is an ultimate flex. We can recall stat lines from 90s NBA games. Yeah. yeah. Other people put that brain space to different uses. Presidents. I'm not saying better. Wars. I'm saying different. Yeah, for sure. Oh, hey. For sure. Do, I, I can rattle off every president. There you go. From Washington to this one. <laughs> <laughs> they just taught us a song in elementary school, yeah, and that sure. song stuck in my head for the rest of time. Uh, call 3126 million. You know, sometimes <laughs> you just hear an earworm and it sticks. <laughs> uh, we got to give one more quick shout out oh, to our man. friends at Midtown Athletic Club. If you've been enjoying the holiday feasting, good for you. No shame. Continue doing it. We're not even to New Year's Eve and New Year's Day yet. We are in the, the bulk of the holiday season. Keep chowing down. You know I am. But if you are thinking about maybe getting a gym membership come January, starting the year out strong, get back into a workout routine of some kind, why don't you try checking out Midtown Athletic Club because they've got locations all over Chicago and the surrounding suburbs, and they've got perks and amenities on top of perks and amenities. They've got... The locations of Palatine in the Northwest Burbs, Bannockburn in the North Shore, Willowbrook, Southwest Burbs, Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and in Lincoln Park. They've launched a million, a multi-million dollar transformation of their club, uh, which will be complete in early 2024. That's right around the corner. Uh, you can lock in favorable rates right now if you join before the end of the year and you still got a few days to do that. Whether you're uh, a single person, a family with kids, maybe you're looking to make some lifestyle lifestyle changes or getting into holistic holistic wellness, you can find it at Midtown. And the I mentioned amenities. I mean, take your pick. Man. Do you want wonderful saunas? Do you want tennis courts that are pristine and perfect? Do you want pickleball courts? Do you want yoga classes? Do you want boxing classes? Do you want spin and cycling? Do you want cross training? Whatever you're into workout-wise, Midtown has it for you. Bow. What do you do workout-wise? Man, a lot of legs, a lot of chest, a lot of arms. Got to keep it right. Keeping it right. Got to keep it right. I mean, I can vouch. This looks like a very in-shape individual right here. I appreciate that. <laughs> you can be, too. Yes. All you got to do is head over to Midtown.com slash CHGO. Find out more. Tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. A lot of our crew here at CHGO uh, went and checked out their location in Bucktown. Um, we've, we've heard Adam Hogue vouch for it. We've heard Mark Carmen vouch for it. Even Braggs who's salty and cranky about most things, like me, <laughs> loved his stay at Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel. Took some classes, did some yoga, shot some hoops on their basketball court. He and Carm even recreated Jordan's strip steal of Carl Malone <laughs> and finals clinching shot in Game 6 in Utah. You can do that too. Just sign up at Midtown and take advantage of those year-end rates, which are incredible. Don't forget that slash CHGO. When you go to their website to check it out. Uh, shout out to the Duke who sent us the last second super chat for 20 bucks. Appreciate you, Duke. Obligatory Duke super. I just don't have much to say. Bulls win. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need to say is Bulls win, right, Joe? Sometimes that's all Big Dave needs to say. Uh, Bulls win! <laughs> there it is. Uh, do we get this from AK earlier? Oh, we did not. We Oh, we got to get Caruso is not getting sure. traded. His $9 million is not going to yield a top-seven pick. He's an investor, and that will be used to help the young guys play and grow, not some project 22nd pick that turns into a role player four years from now. Appreciate you, AK. Bulls fans feel differently about Caruso these days. But, hey, the good news is we're all allowed to feel differently, and we will continue hanging out here discussing it one way or the other. We've still got a lot of time before that trade deadline rolls around. Dude, dude. We're talking months, plural, mm -hmm. a lot of time. Um, okay, we are out of here. Tomorrow, 530, uh, CHO Bulls will have a show for y'all. The Bulls are off, but Big Dave will be here taking back uh, over the reins with a surprise special guest. So stay tuned for that tomorrow, 530 Central Time. And then Bulls back in action Thursday. We will all be back in the saddle on Thursday to continue breaking down this Bulls surge as we wind down 2024. Again, one more time, 
Follow this man and his basketball coverage, CHGO Sky, contributor at PHNX Suns. Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, like like Matt said, you can find me at StayTrueS.3. It's at the bottom of the screen here. Whoop, whoop. Uh, always talking about Suns, always talking about Bulls, always talking about Chicago Sky. That man right there. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, truly a pleasure. Thanks for filling in, Big Dave. The show goes on. Hope you enjoyed yourself. For my man, Big Joey, our pound producer, he's at Joey Spathis. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Thanks for tuning in, Bulls Nation. Hit that like on your way out if you haven't done it yet. Subscribe to CHGO Sports' YouTube channel, and we will talk to you soon. Keep enjoying the holidays. Keep eating. But check out that Midtown website. Why not? See you right, Big Joey. Peace. (laughs) Have you